Well, good morning, River City Church. I uh, hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, I've been praying for you this week, continuing to do that. And, and just praying that God will be meeting you in whatever you're walking through this week, whether with your family or at work or in all the different various parts of life that are being affected in these by all the, the changes happening in our world right now. And so I've just been praying that God would meet you in the midst of that stuff. And and uh, I just want to let you know as well, if there's anything that specifically I can be praying for you about, I'd love, feel free to shoot me an email or connect with me on, online. I'd love to be able to pray, be praying for you guys or serving you guys in whatever way that I can. But uh, this morning, what I want to do is just briefly just walk us through uh, just a few encouraging words uh, from Psalm 23, probably the most famous, most well-known psalm of all of them. A reminder about God being our good shepherd. And, and so this morning, I just want to just briefly walk through a few of the promises and the, and the truths that we see about God in, in light of that psalm. And also just uh, invite us to be thinking and asking the question about, about, uh, about how we're relating to God and, and about what it looks like to be shepherd and, shepherded and led by him and, 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 uh, and just what that looks like in our lives in the midst of this season. And so... Um, so to that end, let's just pray as we dive into God's word and asking that he'd be leading and guiding and directing our study of his word, but also our lives as well. So let's pray. God, we're uh, grateful for you. We're grateful for your word, that you would keep it for us. Uh, God, we just humbly ask that you might speak to us through your word this morning. Um, God, we need you to remind us about who you are and what you're like. And, and we need you to, uh, the truth about that reality, about who you are and what you're like to shape our, our hearts and our minds and our attitudes and our emotions and everything else. And, and so we just come to you, God, this morning, just dependent on you, asking that you be gracious to, to speak to us through your word, uh, to remind us about who you are and what you're like so that we might live as your people in the world uh, today and every day. And, and so God, help us this morning. We need you. Thanks that you love to meet us in our need for you. Thanks that you love to speak to us through your word. We look forward to that this morning, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, this morning we're just going to be in Psalm 23. Uh, reads this way, very familiar. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul and he guides me along the right paths for his namesake. And even though I walk through the darkest valley, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So much uh, in this passage this morning. So many great words have obviously been spoken about it. But just a few things I just wanted to highlight. Um, just verse 1, the passage begins. David reminds us that the Lord is our shepherd. We tend to think fondly about the idea that God's our shepherd. Uh, we tend to think fondly about the idea of, of a shepherd in general. But, but it's important for us to remember that in ancient societies, the shepherd's work was, was considered the lowest of the low. It was the menial job. It was the job given to the youngest sons, to the, to the, to the, to the least important people. And, and the, the task of caring for sheep, it was an unending task. It was day and night, summer and winter, sunshine or rain. Shepherd had to work to nourish and guide and protect and care for the sheep. They're, they're not smart. They're not smart animals. And the question is, who in their right mind would choose to be a shepherd? In our passage this morning, we reminded that, that the great God of the universe has chosen to take on the role of being our shepherd. 
And I just think that's just such good news for us this morning is that the God of the universe chose to pursue us as our shepherd and to lead us as our shepherd. He didn't have to. He chose to do that. He chooses to relate to us in that kind of a way. And that's good news for us. And David goes on. He says, because God is his shepherd, he lacks nothing. See, reality is that left to themselves, sheep lack everything. They are the most helpless, the most they they are just they're not smart animals. They're they're not providing for themselves. They're not helping themselves. They're they're not doing themselves any favors. But the reality is is that because God is our shepherd, even though we are helpless sheep, because God's our shepherd, we lack nothing. You see, the God who is our shepherd is the all sufficient one. He is the one who never sleeps. He's the one who 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 has all that we need. And so, if we belong to Him, if we are led by Him then we will have everything that we need. Notice that David doesn't say, because you've given me all of these things. Notice that David says, because everything in my life is going well, that I lack nothing. He says, no, be, he says, God is my shepherd, therefore I lack nothing. You see, God knows what we need, even though we don't, and, and he meets our real and true needs. And so the shepherd we see provides for his sheep. But in verses two and five, we also see that the shepherd leads his sheep Verse 2 says that he makes them lie down in green pastures. He leads them besides quiet waters and that he refreshes their souls. I don't know about you, but that, that line has always stuck out to me where it says that he makes me lie down. I think the reality is, I don't know if you're like me, but the reality for me is that sometimes God needs to make me lie down. He needs to make me rest. He needs to make me uh, be led into places that can refresh my soul because because on my own, I tend to just kind of be a, a grinder, a driver, and, and continue to keep pressing into things. And, and I need God to make me to lie down sometimes. And, and I don't know about you guys, but in the midst of a, the season that we're in, um, there is a lot of space for us to choose to rest. And that's been hard for me. Maybe that's been hard for you. I don't know. Um, but sometimes I think that God might be graciously helping a lot of us to choose to rest, to, to lie down, uh, to make space uh, for him. You see, so often we live lives that are just full of busyness, ruled by busyness. You see, the reality is that sometimes we don't, we don't want to do what is good for us. My, my kids are a prime example of that. They, they don't want to do what's good for them a lot of the time. But God, like a good father and a good shepherd, he makes us lie down. And he does that so that he might refresh our souls. And I just want to encourage you guys, in the midst of the season that we're in, in the midst of the spaces and times that we have uh, to, to rest, there might be an invitation that God is helping us, that he's making us to lie down and to rest, to, to make some space, to, to take some space in the midst of all the things that we cannot do to make space for him, to, for him to be able to refresh our souls. But verse 3 goes on that he doesn't to tell us that he doesn't just lead us into paths that are refreshing. He also, he, that he leads us in, into difficult paths. Verse 3 says, he guides me along right paths for his name's sake, for his glory. But they're not easy paths, right? It's the right paths, like that verse goes on to say, is that even though I walk through the darkest valleys... You see, sometimes the right paths that God leads us on, they're, they're paths that are, are hard. They're paths that are difficult. And they're paths that are challenging. And, and I think for all of us, we're in the life and the situation that we find ourselves in. The path that we are walking on right now is hard. It is challenging. It feels dark sometimes. And all of us are facing all different kinds of challenges and all different kinds of, of ways that the situations around us are pressing in on us. But the reality is, is that they're, they're hard for all of us in some way, shape, or form. And, and they feel like challenging situations. They feel like hard situations. 
But the psalmist goes on that, that God leads us along those right paths, even paths, in those right paths, they lead us into places that are healthy and good, that refresh our souls. They lead us as well into challenging valleys and, and hard places. But the psalmist goes on in verse 4 and he says, But because God is with us, we don't have to fear. He goes on, even, he says, even his rod and his staff, those are corrective measures that, that, that they should comfort us. Because they remind us that God's watching over us, that he's protecting us. And sometimes the, the, the correcting, uh, the guidance of a shepherd's rod or of his staff, uh, although it might feel hard in the moment, uh, God's, he, it's proof that God is watching over us, that he's, that he's caring for us. And, and so maybe as you've been walking through these last few weeks and, and there's been some moments where you felt God's corrective leading in your life, that you've, you felt him pressing up against some of the idols that you might worship or some of the things that you're looking to for help or, or whatever it might be. And I just want to remind you that to be encouraged by that. You see, that's God's graciousness to come alongside you and to keep, keep uh, helping to guide you and to lead you into right paths, even though he's taking us through difficult seasons and hard paths right now. You see, the good news that the psalm reminds us of is that God is a good shepherd, that, that he's one we can trust, that he's one we can, that he's one we can be led by even into hard situations. And the reality is that we, we want to be led by that kind of a shepherd, but the problem is, is, that, is that we don't always want to go where he leads us. We want his leadership that leads us into blessing, but we want it on our terms. We don't want to walk through the dark valleys or the hard places. We just want only the, the green grasses and the, and the quiet waters. And you see, the reality is, is that, is that, like I said before, the, we, sometimes we just, we don't want to go where he leads. And I don't know the that reality just stuck out to this, this, to me this week, as I was thinking about a lot of that stuff. And it reminded me this week about the irony of the events of, of Palm Sunday that we read about in Matthew 21. This, this Sunday is Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter. And in Matthew 21, we read about how Jesus is riding into, uh, he's riding into town and the crowds are shouting, they're shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And that word Hosanna, it means God save us. And and it was a, it was a cry for help. And at the same time, it was this joyous proclamation that help had come. And and so in shouting Hosanna, the crowds were proclaiming that Jesus was the Messiah, that he was the promised king who had come to save them. But, but the reality is, is that sadly they had missed the thing that they really needed saving from. You see, see the crowds were looking for a king that was going to rescue them politically and free them nationally, a king, that, a king that would come to set their situations right. You see, but the reality is that that's not what Jesus had come to do. Jesus had come to be the king who, who would set them right. You know, and just a few days later, the same crowd that was crying Hosanna and praising him would be the same crowd that was crying for his crucifixion. And, you know, I think sometimes we look at that situation and we think, how blind could those people be? But I think the reality is, is that we're a lot like that. I don't know about you, but I think in the midst of the situations that we're in right now, it can be easy to, it can be easy to, 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 to think about God as a good shepherd who leads us, but, but it can be hard to, to, to think that God might be leading us through a hard situation, leading us into it, not, not out of it. And, and it can be easy to, to, to run from him in the midst of that rather than to run to him and to walk, walk with him through the midst of the difficult things that he's leading us to. And you see, the good news is that God is a good shepherd who, who hasn't just come to set our situations right. 
but he's come to set us right with him so, so that in any situation we could have peace. You see, in the verse 5 in this psalm, it goes on. It says, in the, it's in, it, the psalmist talks about how in the midst of chaos, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of everything that's going on, God is a good shepherd who provides an abundant banquet for them. See, the reality is if, if we'll allow God to lead us where he is going to lead us, even in the midst of difficult situations, then we'll be able to find that he's a table prepared for us. He has, he has provision enough for us, not just outside of hardship, but in the midst of it, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of adversity. You see, in the psalmist, he, he, he's saying all of these things, not just to tell other people about it, but he's saying them, I think, to remind himself about those truths. The reality is that we need to be reminded of that too. Verse 6, I think, just wraps it up. He says, verse 6, he just says, surely, surely then God is with me every day. You see, the psalmist is reminding himself that if God's provided for him and shepherded him and led him to green pastures and led him in the midst of hard situations and, and provided a banquet before him, even in the midst of trial, if God has done all of that, then surely he is going to be with him every day, always. You see, that's the invitation. I want to encourage you to remember, in the midst of all that is going on, God has proved that he is with us. You see, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of adversity, God, God shows his presence with us. He shows the reminder of his presence with us and in the midst of us. He shows us that he won't walk away on the cross. What happened, Jesus could have called down a thousand legions of angels to rescue him from that, but he chose to stay there in the midst of it. You see, if Jesus wasn't going to run from us in the midst of that situation, he's not going to run from us. He's not going to hide himself from us in the midst of the situations that we find ourselves in now. And, and so I just want to encourage you, just as the psalmist reminds us, surely then he will be with us. His love and grace and mercy will be with us both now and forever. And those are promises that we can hold on to. Those are promises that we can cling to in the midst of situations that feel uncertain, in the midst of a life that feels turned upside down. That the good shepherd who loves us and walks with us, that he's with us in the midst of it, and that nothing can change that. And I, I want to encourage you this morning. That's the, that's the shepherd who you have. That's the shepherd who wants to lead you. That's the shepherd who wants to guide you. And, and so I pray that God, that you would, that you would uh, willingly walk with him into the green pastures of rest that he might have for you, as well as the difficult seasons in life that we walk through, that you can trust him in both of those leadings. In the places that look good, in the places that look scary, you can trust him to lead you in those, and you can trust him to walk with you in the midst of it. He's leading you in right paths, and you can trust him in the midst of it. So to that end, let me just pray for us as we close this morning. God, we come to you and we, we really need you. We, we need you just as much today as we always have. But God, it feels our felt need for you. Uh, I think for many of us, God, it feels really present. And so God, that's good for us to be reminded of that. And, and so God, I pray that you would meet us in our need for you with the reminder that you are a good shepherd. That you're a good shepherd who, who makes us lie down. Who, who makes us to have spaces of rest. And I pray that we might be able to see even the difficulty of the situations we're in right now as opportunities to rest and to, and to cease from some of the busyness that distracts us. But God, we also pray that you'd be gracious as well to, to help us to remind us that you lead us on right paths, which often go through dark valleys. That they aren't wrong paths, that they're that the right paths that you lead us through. 
And so God, help us to cling to you. Help us to trust you and to walk with you in the midst of all of it, knowing that you are a good shepherd who loves us and leads us and who will surely be with us always. Allow those truths to shape our hearts and minds and emotions. Help us and to enable us to live as your people in the world today. We pray. Amen.